0: psychic golf shop amazing night to wait with me is my take you with Moses, to this techie we just came in from the road it is in the summer it is hot i have my 300 volts of molten lava called mocha and you know i have an iced coffee coming in because my office is hot how are you darling
1: i i'm doing pretty good i i'm uh rocking the monster rehab peach
0: yeah you need rehab it's been a day. It has been. Hello, Miss <laughs> Brenda.
1: How are you? Oh. Uh, it, has,
0: it, has. It, has, it has. I'm really trying to not, you know, talk about a lot, but you know, is it ready? I did post a new dating tip on the TikTok. So you did. I think I wanna start doing those. I mean, after dating for
1: like, I don't know, um, you don't stop dating. Just stop pretending like you're you're trying to add it all up. It's continuous. Well, I know. I was trying to figure out how many years at this point. I don't know. How old are you? Old enough to be old. I mean, because you were a stripper in the nursery in the hospital, and I'm pretty sure you were looking for some dude's number.
0: Well, of course.
1: I'm just saying. Like, there's no point in aging it.
0: What? I've seen the or, doctor. and or- He was cute as fuck. There you go. I mean, okay, fine. But no, like, I don't know, started dating in the 90s-ish.
1: 90s-ish?
0: Yeah, it was kind of barely the 90s. At least I think it was the 90s. Could have been earlier. There's a lot of, like, going into clubs. A lot of illicit fun at clubs. So, you know, what do you want to count as a date?
1: um there was actual real food it was planned and intended as a date not as an unfortunate occurrence at three in the morning after the bar
0: well be we careful used to with
1: that the bar
0: and yeah that is kind of complicated because it was always plans. yeah yeah
1: oh and there was an actual desire to see them again
0: oh well yeah. well
1: as, as in a plan it didn't have to work out that way. I'm just saying that it was not a one and done. Like if if it's just a one and done.
0: Well, let me see. Let me see.
1: God, let me see. Twenty twenty-three. <sighs> carry the one and carry the one and carry the one. <laughs>
0: No, honey. I've done set. I've done went to the calculator. Okay. Oh, goody. Twenty nine years. It's almost thirty years of dating. Mm-hmm. There are some trades. There are some tricks. There are some plans.
1: I'm sure there's
0: been plenty of tricks. Well, of course there's tricks, and there's always cash, so you know. But I don't know. I I'm like TikTok has been filled with this dating advice, and I'm like, this is bullshit.
1: Like it's I, bullshit. Well, some of it is. Some of it is. Uh, Some of it's religious-based. Some of it is, like, this weird thing we went through in the 90s, like, the late 90s with the rules. Um, I don't know. We sell everyone this this idea and then reinforce it in health class that the only way to appropriately be in a relationship is serially. And, um, so not in parallel, Um, and to, you know, always be looking for a relationship to lead to happily ever after. Why? It's like, okay, you know what? If I can have friends in my life for, you know, a reason, a season, a lifetime, blah, 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 blah. Why can't I do that with partners? Yes. Why can't I do that? Why? 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 Yeah. Why? Like. I mean, I'm not saying make a life out of going out and using people. That's not my point. Mm -hmm. My point is, you know, some of this is messy and overlaps. And, you know, there's multiple people. And sometimes you just need to meet someone just to meet someone.
0: And sometimes you need to meet them, see them. No, not really.
1: I mean, I, I... I don't know. Some people it, it tends to hit more like it's an episode of hoarders and you just want to look at them and go, Are you in there? Like what were you thinking when you brought home like the garbage? Well and that's like, what were you thinking?
0: Right. And that's why, you know, my first advice for anyone dating is to stand and make a list. You're designing a position in your life. What do you want? Do you want tall, short, dark, brown? You want someone that's talkative? You want someone that can be public? You want someone that can actually sit down and have a dinner and have some morals? Do you want someone that, you know, knows how to make a bed or coffee? Like, I'm sorry, I don't date men that don't date, that cannot make coffee. If you're, the first cup of coffee you make me sucks, you're gone. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and you do have that grounds for divorce thing. So there's I that. I do. Um, it's bad. It is grounds for divorce. Yeah, it's it's. You're not just judged on the first cup of coffee. It's every cup of cup coffee. Of coffee. Like I, I am like a, a stage one dementia slip from being kicked to the curb at any moment. Exactly. Like, you Why know, I make the coffee wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bye. You know, <laughs> you, I dumped a guy because he said something wrong. Bye. <laughs> I don't have time for you i don't have a minimal investment in you and that's what i see people doing a lot is they invest too soon you have well to do it. I, I don't
1: i think it, that's the ultimate outcome is they invest too soon i think some mm-hmm. people know it's like you showed up ready to buy right because i mean some of it is like you know buying a car right like and I know our generation sucks at that. We've been told this. We we don't like to haggle. We don't like to, to argue or be confrontational or a lot of things. Right. But like I'm sorry, you can't just show up at the lot and go, ooh, 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 this one. I want to buy this one. This one. How much? I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm buying it. Um because being over eager.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it has its issues. Right. It, it leads you to, to get stuck with things mm-hmm. that you had an opportunity to, to test drive. Right. Um, And then, you know, this thing now lives in your home. Right. You, you own it. Right. You bought it. It's, it, it sits in your living room, you got it, or your driveway, or your wherever, and right. you just have it now, right. um, um, and now you have to go through the actual process of getting rid of it, and then we go back to the, we don't like confrontations, so why, why wouldn't you want to start in the beginning, when when you don't know anyone, you don't know about them, you don't have that investment of hearing. Right. Uh, Because, you know, there's a certain amount of caring for someone will lead you to care for someone. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and there's this thing of what I call insanity. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's insanity because if you look at any company, if you only get one application, there's a problem Mm -hmm. with the job position.
1: Either the pay's too low, Mm -hmm. the benefits aren't there, or something. Or the job's just that bad. Right. Okay. I mean, there are there are some and we've talked about those before, like, you know, pick fruit in, you know, the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. Or well, you know, the end of summer or the hottest days of the year. Go pick fruit. Right. No. You cannot pay people. Literally, you cannot pay them enough. Right. To go do that. Right. I mean it, it works out the same way it right. like look at your application it doesn't mean you have to lower your standards right it's just understand there are some barriers to entry right that you know hi that's that's not for everyone right and you like,
0: know but on the other side of that you've never seen an employer talk to one employee take them through the full vetting process
1: before reviewing the next applicant. Generally speaking, unless there was already an applicant in mind. Like, right. I, I have seen that. Like, I, I've seen some nepotism get people jobs. Like, you you were already... Yeah. You know, we had to legally advertise the job. hmm But. Right. But. You know. Hi. Hi.
0: But, here's the other thing. Here's the more interesting the very more interesting thing. Why would you only talk to one possible dating partner at a time? Oh, to get to know them. No.
1: Uh, see, again, that goes back to the investment. Is if you're like for me, and, and I say this totally for me, and maybe it works differently for others. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I I find it easier to go ahead and just walk through the process. Right. And just, you know, if I'm talking to multiple people, I have other options. I'm yeah. not desperate. Right. Like, you know, granted, I always start, uh, have lived at, mm-hmm. I and I told you from the beginning and it really kind of irked you in the beginning and I think you get it now. I don't need you. No. I don't need you. I I, I don't need you. I, I've didn't know it for the longest time, but I've subscribed to the sheer logic of 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 of, of a man. Mm-hmm. You don't need a man. They're like dessert. Really? Like that's it. Yeah. Um. Like I I will survive without a man. Well, I, see, I, and I have
0: man. the same opinion, but I have a little bit different opinion. Well, you didn't like my phrasing, is what it came down. To. I didn't like. I was like ah! Yeah. My my opinion has always been i don't need a man i have 14 dates available Mm -hmm. if i need to you can either fill up all 14
1: dates or you can fill up one or you can fill up zero Mm -hmm. and maybe i'm a once a year comet maybe i'm you know someone you just need to know for a reason there's some that i just know because of an activity big wahoo Well, well I mean, maybe it helped out that the first person I ever dated cheated on me with my best friend. Yeah. Like, and I know for a lot of people that end up in, like, that kind of, of view. Mm-hmm. Um, that they get really hateful and angry and distrustful and have a shit ton of problems out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, started that route. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was not angry, really, with with the person I was dating. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, I wasn't even angry at my best friend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was more so I was like, wait, you could have just said, mm-hmm. like, I didn't need to walk up and catch that. Like, that was the part that bugged me. That was the part
0: that bugged me. Right. And and that's what normally, once I get to the point of investment, what bugs me is when you don't need the investment. You know, and that will destroy a relationship very quickly. Mm -hmm. For me. You know, but at the preliminary, like, first three months no no first week no bye like,
1: Sorry, I I, for,
0: you know there was a reason you were filed under
1: Wednesday yep yeah. yeah I was Joe Wednesday in his contacts forever.
0: yes for the first year actually until
1: you made me update my phone. yes <laughs> I lived here. And my contact name was Joe Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, just to let you know how how committed. <laughs> like, I already moved in. Uh-huh. I'm still Joe Wednesday. I was still Joe Wednesday in his family. Yeah. Um, and I was cool with that. I find it funny. And there was um, a
0: Tuesday and a Monday and a Friday. You know, go
1: for it. Um, it, sure it be true I was Like, I don't have an issue with that. Um, But I do have an issue with, like, getting overly invested in the beginning. Like, I'm not saying I wasn't young and dumb at some point in my life. And I was. I was there. I tried it. Um, The upside, I thought, to gay men is if you start out there, I will tell you right now, Ghosting is not a new thing. (laughs) In the um in the rainbow umbrella community. Yeah we created it. Um it really should be called rainbowing. Um (laughs) not ghosting. It should be called next. Yeah, like you know, like the longest or the oldest joke in the world it seems, is that, you know, uh what's a second date? Well, depending on the community. Yeah. Well, again, second dates for lesbians involve a U-Haul.
0: Again, depending on the community. Generally speaking, though. Well, second dates for bears normally right. involve a hike and a debate over drapes. Second bear second dates for twinks normally has a new diet involved. Um. Yeah. Second dates is another. What was your name again? Mm-hmm. Especially for Queens.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. It's it's all the shots you'll buy them. Like, True. I seriously. Black velvet. Like place. and I know these are stereotypes, and, and it doesn't apply to everybody. Bullshit. But it. I, frequently enough. Frequently sure. enough. Like, right. do, you, do you know, do you know how many lesbians hate the topic of, so how'd you meet? Um, because it quickly evolves into, well, there was drama and a crisis situation, almost always. There was drama and a crisis situation, immediately followed by, we met during the drama crisis situation. And then somewhere within, like, I don't know, a week, they moved in. Well, see, that's debatable.
0: (coughs) Two of my couple, lesbian friend couples, and yes, I have them, one of them met on an app. And when you think, oh, they met on an app. No, they met on fucking Scrabble.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Okay. The other successful lesbian couple I know when they start their conversation about how they met, they first have to remember which project they were working on. <laughs> because they met at was, And there was not a U-Haul involved, but that's because they had a PT cruiser. Mm-hmm. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going through and, like, you know, high school. Um... And then let's see, website, 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 website. Um website and website. And then website. Well, app, technically, by that introduction okay but that's a way longer story right
0: (laughs) okay let's let's see here i'm on i'm eliminating anything underneath 18 months
1: (laughs) if i eliminate that i it was an app in you
0: okay well (laughs) sorry i'm known to have long-term relationships so i have to eliminate some things
1: i know right
0: okay um family introduction website 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 bar 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 hunted bar hunted bar Yes. Okay. Like, he pursued the fuck out of me.
1: Ah, okay. Sorry. So it was a stalking that turned into a relationship. It's like when stalking works out. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I've never told
0: you about the the one that, you know, wanted to buy me Columbus. Well, I told you, you know about him, but not
1: how we met no like we hadn't talked about that i well and i think you just discovered that like literally i've only met one person in person like and that was a through friends everyone else has been digital yeah Yeah. Um, every single one
0: but no he pursued the hell out of me he had to um Mm -hmm. because i was in that mood of fuck you you want my attention you gotta work for it um app 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 and then introduction, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and that's what I count as relationships. Mm -hmm. And that means there actually was like a real legitimate attempt. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like it moved beyond a first meet, right? Like, I've been on a lot of first mm. dates <laughs> and quickly looked at someone been like, Mm-mm, I'm out.
0: I've Met been on a someone, lot of first dates
1: and went, delete. I've turned around in parking lots. Mm-mm. I, I have I've pulled up to the date location, seen my date, and turned around.
0: Well, see, and that's where we differ a little bit. Like, by the time you get me to a date. I've seen you in in somewhat of in person or cam or pictures. I know what I'm looking for, and I've had a legit conversation with you.
1: Well, see, that was my problem and why I turned around. I saw All my right. date. I saw my date. Mm-hmm. I saw the pictures. I saw were like a good ten years younger. Uh-huh. And I went, mm-mm, no. Nope. No, 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 You knew how this was gonna end up. You 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 created this date in a public place in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and you were the one that decided we were meeting outside before we go in. Right. Um, okay.
0: I see someone hasn't learned to check metadata yet.
1: What? Oh yeah, you know, back then. When the world was young and we assumed people were on it.
0: I've known since I was five people weren't honest.
1: Well, but, like, these are things you learn over time. Like, I I have a firm belief no one's honest online. You're lying about something. Something. But here's my thing. I accept that and have moved on from the idea. Like, okay, you're lying online, whatever, whatever. You're lying about something. I don't care what it is. It doesn't technically matter. Mm -hmm. Unless, unless. Mm-hmm. you're going to lie about something I will easily discover mm-hmm. right off the top. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no way these two things match up. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, no. No, 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 no.
0: Okay. Like, I,
1: again, this I've is our
0: follow-up after the break. I cannot not <laughs> this.
1: Lord, what has he found? Oh, okay, fair enough. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, but no, I like I literally did. I've, I've turned around in a parking lot and been like nuke. That right. was <sighs> I'm gone. I'm done. Right. I've uh, like I've turned around in people's front doors. Like on the non-dating side, mm-hmm. I've turned around and walked away at people's front doors. Right. Like I am like mm-mm, no. No. You said you like again, it's the level right. that we're talking about. Like if you tell me that you're six foot four and you cannot Possibly be over five foot seven. Bye. That's a pretty big lie. Right. Now, if you tell me you're six foot and you're really five eleven and a quarter, I'll let you slide and be right. like, okay, that's reasonable. That's right. Reasonable. You, 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 you had optimistic rounding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're over five foot eleven. Okay, I'll let it slide. Mm-hmm. But no, like. But I, I've, I've been amazed the things people have lied about over the years.
0: I'm always amazed when the lies are stupid lies. Yeah. I can easily fucking defraud. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the check your date rule. Men are stupid and lazy.
1: And here's my whole thing in that is like, why do I want to invest a lot of effort talking to someone? Right. That potentially. And I'm gonna say there's there's an unfortunately high number, right, of of guys that are gonna be at that level of lying, from from the beginning. We are lying horribly from the beginning, right. Why do I want to spend like hours and days and months of my life talking mm-hmm. to someone, mm-hmm. for me to show up and have to contend with that? Because all I'm gonna do is. Um, Oh, what? There's a term for this. Um, It's one of the biases. Um, I think it's consistency. Um, Anyway, it's the reason why salespeople try to get you to agree to something. Because once you start agreeing to something, you'll typically want to be seen as consistent in your actions. Mm -hmm. Like it's a general human thing. Mm -hmm. And so you'll keep going. Right. And you'll just keep going. No matter how obvious it is, this isn't gonna work, this isn't for me, this isn't what I want. Mm -hmm. You will keep running down the rabbit trail. Right.
0: But you know, here's the here's the dating tip I was gonna give and then we'll go to break. Got it. You need to get (sighs) person online, get their email address. Real simple. Get their email address. Here's why. Men are lazy and stupid. They use the same username for everything. Frequently, yes. Run that sucker through Google. It will give you a list of evidence. Mm-hmm. Also, do re- add- reverse image search. Mm-hmm. You'll see where they're
1: at. Please, if anything, though, don't use your work email or your work username for dating sites. Like, if that's what you're going to give out to people,
0: Mm -hmm. don't
1: do it. Don't do it. Please don't
0: do it. All right. Let's take a break and we come back. We got a fun. You're stupid.
2: Hey, everybody. Lady Gwendolyn here from Rowan Temple of Light, and I'm here to tell you about our events this summer. First up is Beltane in the Hills. May 13th, and that is from 1 to 6. We have entertainment. We have a a bunch of vendors. We have a fairy photo shoot. It's going to be exciting. you have any questions, uh, reach out to Earth Magic or to myself. Um, After that, we have uh, Central West Virginia Pagan Pride, August 19th. That's at Holly Gray Park from 11 to 5 for the day and we will have sarah masters coming down from pittsburgh to be our keynote speaker we have some great classes for that so if you want to get involved reach out to rowan temple of light at gmail or just follow us along on facebook at rowan temple of light and we look forward to seeing you out in the community see you there
1: welcome back goblins My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service, or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org
0: Hi, I'm Ace Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your spiritual answers. And also I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, if you'd like to get a reading from me, privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site. It'll connect you to Keen, and if you've not been with Keen before, you'll get three free minutes to talk with me, so that's great for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy.
2: Bye y'all. Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y. V-A-N-N dot com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, Let's just figure it out. Bye.
0: All right. Welcome back all right so let's take a look at dumb criminals and this a segment because i enjoy it
1: oh yes so cops he tried to hide from us ended up dying in a freezer police minnesota man with worn out for his arrest became trapped while evading authorities so last month police in gilbert minnesota found the body of a man inside a freezer in an uninhabited residence the man apparently didn't freeze to death, however, and cops say they now know why he was in there in the first place. Per a release from the Gilbert Police Department cited by USA Today, the Midwest Medical Examiner's Office has ID'd the deceased as 34-year-old Brandon Lee Bushman of Babbitt, and investigators say Bushman had climbed into the freezer on his own accord to try to evade authorities as he had a warrant out for his arrest. The timeline on when Bushman actually went into the freezer is still unclear, but authorities say that interviews with those who knew him revealed that Bushman was last seen by those present in the home, fleeing from the upstairs area of the house due to a possible police presence near the residence. Police say that the freezer wasn't turned on as the utilities hadn't been on since April 2022. The house itself had been foreclosed upon this past February. Lieutenant Chelsea uh, Trucano tells the Duluth News Tribune. As for how Bushman became trapped in the freezer, investigators say it was an older model with a latching mechanism on the outside. That means once it was shut behind him, Bushman wouldn't have been able to open it from the inside. It looks as though Bushman had tried to create a DIY de-latching device. Investigators note that a metal lawn ornament rod was inserted from the from inside of the freezer towards the latching mechanism. However, the rod got jammed and apparently didn't work. Results from a final autopsy will be out in a few weeks, police say. A preliminary autopsy showed no signs of trauma or injury, and foul play isn't suspected. Don't hide in the freezer. Don't hide in the freezer.
0: You will lose the hide-and-go-seek thing.
1: But basically, yes. Yes. Yes it's a small space there's not a lot of air well this is the older coffin style model we'll say mm-hmm. with the great big giant latch yes or some version of it right you know very similar um and but more importantly like it's not just like nowadays getting in a freezer which again not recommended because it's a dumb idea um where like stand up stand up. You'll mm-hmm. break the seal on the lid. As long as you're not a small child, it'll be okay. Um, again, don't do it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of older models with the latching mechanism, those things are garbage to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're not accessible from the inside at all. This, sure. this is not like getting locked in the trunk of a car. There's no little safety pole. Mm-hmm. Um, why? I don't know. I really think that if we were going to add that we mm-hmm. should have just done it with anything you could get trapped in, so you had a little pull handle. Well, going um,
0: snap off, but here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Why would you climb into something that
1: is airtight? Yeah, that's always a bad life choice. Right. Well, and more importantly, you really have to consider how long mm-hmm. are you going to have to hide in this spot? Yeah, six hours. How long? should be six hours. Yeah. I mean, if you're being chased by a knife-wielding serial killer, jump in the freezer.
0: No, take him, beat him over the head with a steak.
1: Well, I mean, fair enough. But still, I, like, you know, like, take the risk. You're g- probably not going to live anyway, so take the risk. Yeah.
0: Now, on the psychic side of me, I'm sitting here thinking, how boring has your life chart planning session been? If this
1: is your plan of exit. Well, maybe this guy's whole dream was to to be famous. He is certainly famous at this moment.
0: (laughs) I get that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you're sitting there with counsel. And your exit strategy is, you know, I think I'll suffocate
1: in the freezer. I mean, there's worse ways to go. Well, there is
0: like I you know you know are things that runs through a psychic spring like who the hell sits there granted I think we're tanked up on feel goods at the time how do I want to exit this life let's see past three lives I've been hung burned at the stake passed away from starvation passed away in a blizzard oh I think I'll just suffocate in a space
1: I don't know, maybe explore all the ways. Yeah. Either that, or maybe someone's just having fun with the idea of dumb ways to die. You know, I
0: think there's a special department on the other side called Insanity by Earth. <laughs> like, let, let's see what else we can do.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's when you know that the souls have just gotten bored.
1: You know. like, it'll be fun. Let's try it. Yeah. Eh, it'll be fun. Um, again, don't try
0: this. Still do this don't do this at home. Do not hide from the police in a freezer. If you're going to hide from the police, I highly suggest you hiding from them somewhere high. They don't
1: like heights. Just say it. turn yourself in. Accept responsibility for what you did at the point which a warrant has been issued for your arrest and just go peacefully.
0: Yes. And prearrange. You, you know, you can prearrange a bail bondsman to be waiting for you at your
1: arraignment. I mean, not everyone necessarily has the resources to to get bailed or bonded out. So I can understand that. Like, you know, if you're going to totally F your life up by, by getting arrested and there's there's no good, like, there's there's no version of this that's going to end well for you. Right. Um, I, like, I understand it from a logic perspective of, like, see how long we can try not getting arrested. Right. Um, By leaving the, same- the country. Uh, yeah.
0: To a country that does not have expedition. This is not hard, people. People have been doing it for centuries. That's how we got a few states in this country. Namely
1: Pennsylvania. Well, and it also creates the question of what was the charge. Right. Like we're talking like, you know, unliving someone, attempted unaliving someone, rape.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of those I again, I can understand, you know, roll the dice, see what happens, maybe you can avoid arrest. Again, right. makes more logical sense because it's not gonna end well. Right. Like if you go to jail, you're not coming out for a while. Right. Um, but if it's like, you know, a misdemeanor. Right. You know, if, if, if it's just like a failure to appear, mm-hmm. like, Jesus. Exactly. Like, just do the thing. Just get it over with. Show up. Get yeah. it over with. It's going to suck. Right. You know, do it and move on. Right. Just do it and move on. Like, anything's, generally speaking, anything's better than, than right. ending your life. Sealed in a freezer. Right. And getting laughed at online.
0: Yeah. And it's not telling even the original what this was. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're they're not wanting to point
1: that out. So that tells me. Right. That, you know, they weren't looking too hard for him. Right. So it could have been back child support, you know, something that it's like, just do the thing. Yeah. Just do the thing. Do the basic thing
0: all right so i'm sure that many people are horrified by this news but manson family killer leslie van houston freed on parole at 73
1: yes so she has spent more than five decades in prison so uh leslie van Houten. a follower of Charles Manson, who was convicted in two killings, was released on parole Tuesday, according to officials. Hooten, 73, spent more than five decades in prison. Her release comes after California Governor Gavin Newsom, who had previously blocked parole efforts on Friday, said that he would not challenge Hooten's release in the state Supreme Court. An appeals court ruled in May that Van Hooten was eligible for parole, reversing a decision by Newsom to reject parole. Putin was originally sentenced to death for the August 10th, 1969 murders of Leno and Rosemary LaBianca. The original conviction and death sentence were reversed on appeal, and she was sentenced to life the possibility of parole, according to a statement from the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. In 1969, Manson and fellow cult member Charles Tex Watson went inside the couple's home and tied them up. Manson went outside and told Ben Hooten and another person to go inside and follow Watson's directions, according to court records. Watson told them to kill Rosemary LaBianca, and Watson killed uh, Leno LaBianca. The previous day, Watson and other cult members, not Ben Hooten, killed actress Sharon Tate and others in her home. Ben Hooten is the second of six Manson cult followers convicted of murder and initially sentenced to death uh, to be paroled.
0: I'm going uh, to ever free text. Pardon? Text.
1: I have no idea. Uh let me look through.
0: No, they have not.
1: Okay. So yeah. But yeah, so yeah. Um, But most of the death sentences were commuted to life in prison under a 1972 court decision that outlawed capital punishment. The death penalty was later reinstated in California. So, yeah. And so, yeah, there's there's a lot going on there. So, yeah, Watson is serving life in prison. Right. Manson died at a hospital in 2017 while serving a life sentence. Um, Susan Atkins died in prison in 2009. And Patricia Krenwinkel is serving a life sentence. Mm-hmm.
0: So what's your thoughts on this? I, at
1: 77, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I never want to underestimate people. I really mm-hmm. don't. But Well, excuse me, 73. Uh, I mean, is she really a threat to society at 73 when her original crime was fundamentally doing what someone else told her to do?
0: Well, and see, here's my question. Does she
1: still believe in the cult? That's my problem. That's probably the bigger concern. Moreover, yeah. after 50 years in prison, well, uh, five decades in prison. You're right. I, like, is there a point in letting her out? At the, like, I, I go both ways on it. Like, how? 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 Right. How do you spend 50 years in prison and come out to 2023 and function right like like I'm sorry cell phones <laughs> credit cards like there's a lot of stuff that that I mean and maybe she won't but there's a lot of stuff she missed entirely hmm like home VHS <laughs> mm-hmm DVDs, CDs, like, there, there is a, well, and I'm not saying there's no chance she, she did experience some of these things in prison or learned about them, watched the news. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, active parts of her life, right. like, there's a void, a massive one. like how do you how do you after five decades reintegrate and have any semblance of like i would just be like just leave me here right after five decades leave me here i'm better off in here than i am out there because i don't know how to function anymore what am i supposed to do get out and get a job
0: well you know
1: Yeah, Brenda's in the same boat. Can you imagine trying to figure out how to live after that long? Yeah. All right. Like, I, I it, it almost feels like what would more aptly be called compassionate release, which is we're basically throwing you out because you're about to die anyway.
0: Well, she's been transferred over. She uh, will be on parole for a
1: three-year maximum. So at 76, she comes off parole. Right. Right. Um, I I mean, she's already one year away from, from the average or what should be for her the average life expectancy of 74. Mm -hmm. I mean, like there's possibility she dies without ever, like she's out of jail, but she never actually hits full freedom. Right. Like just the, the stress of it all. Right or or the excitement either way i mean i I don't know how excited can you be at 73 to get the news like part of you's got to be sitting there going oh shit!" right well
0: so she's living in a halfway house Mm -hmm. for at least six months
1: Mm -hmm. i don't even know that's enough time like, I'm sorry, I, I think there needs to almost be like a like permanent halfway house. Like, if you've right. been in prison for five decades, right. I mean, it, it's not about technically, right. for, in, in my thought process, about limiting someone's freedom as much as being a support system. Right. For the fact that you've been in prison for five decades, I don't know how the world expects you to function at this right. point. You know, or three decades. Like, it's going to take a long, long, long time, and you don't have that much. Right. Yeah, or a nursing home. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could easily turn right around and end up with dementia in a nursing home.
0: How like, interesting, though.
1: Because she has yeah. not that
0: worth. Oh, could he? Like, she's been
1: banking up her prison work money
0: no you know because there's inheritance and all that to play that goes into play Mm -hmm. she has an estimated net worth of 15 million despite being in prison most of her life in compensation her fortunes was not gained through legitimate means but through criminal practices
1: Sorry, reread that again. Her
0: fortune was not gained through. Meaning that. Yeah, she's been slowly increasing.
1: So basically, because she was in prison, everyone died, left Mm -hmm. her money, and then it just sat there and accumulated interest because it was with an asset manager.
0: Right. Okay. So she's not coming out to the
1: poorhouse. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, but then again, and and I'm not knocking, like, hand me $15 million, please. please. Um, but at the same time, and granted at her age, it, it may be more than enough than, than she can ever spend. But as we've seen with lottery winners, mm-hmm. um, which to some degree, like, if you want to talk about someone walking out of prison mm-hmm. after five decades, Right and jumping out onto the streets of the world 15 million sounds like a lot of money. you make some poor choices and you can blow that in less than a, in, in, in a night in right. a week in a month in a yeah. year.
0: because apparently right. she her family owned a cocoa powder. Okay yeah
1: well fun.
0: And property, and yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and there was a rash of that in like the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Of um, like, well, and it's still going on today if you want to look at ISIS. Um, you know, uh, of basically entitled kids, what mm-hmm. we would call entitled kids, like right. they have rich mommies and daddies. Right. Um, who rebel by going off to do, like, insane things. Right. Um, and so when it turns back around, it, like, you kind of have this idea of who ends up in a criminal situation where you do 50 years of prison. And you go, well, it must be someone from an inner city, <laughs> with you know, poor parenting and no opportunities and blah, 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 blah. No, your worst criminals always turn out to be someone who's like, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Minus serial killers, free kill well, sometimes free killers, but minus serial killers, free killers, generally speaking. Like hi, they're just, you know, like they're they're they should have been able to not done this. No one expected this. This was not on the radar. This was not part of a plan.
0: Right. But no, apparently she has family worth and uh, was never kicked out of the wheel. Nobody ever sued her for wrongful death. And she's gained about $400,000 a year, every year, with a monthly income of 32000 And it's just been slowly growing.
1: I mean, that happens. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean, it, it is. I like. Uh, part of me is very happy for her, but again, I, I just don't know how she's gonna. And I know what she did was horrible, and all of that. Um. Again, it was fifty years ago, and I know that it's still tragic and horrible for the people it happened to. And I like I get all that, right? Sure. And I'm not trying to dismiss her crimes as being lesser or whatever she committed horrible crimes. But one, I, I think the, the the ounce of flesh was taken quite quite well. I don't know that there's anything more than a shell of a person. Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, a husk at this point, to throw back out into the world and be like, okay, you're on your own now. Yeah. Figure it the fuck out. Good luck. Like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, how? How? I just, I don't see it. Like, I think the level of support someone needs in that, at that point.
0: Well, and it's debatable. And here's why I say that. Because I remember in DOP, they were getting tablets and iPads and iPhones, and they knew what cell phones were, and they knew, like, it wasn't like they're void of anything.
1: Well, but they are, because mostly those are loaded with, like, prison approved apps that, right. that are very much tied to, like, a payment system for use. Right. Like, there's not, like like, we sit here and we say this, and I think a lot of people get the wrong impression that it's like, oh, there's tablets and decommissioned phones that have been decellularized. So it only blah blah blah.
0: Oh honey, if you think there's no real
1: that in a prison, you're wrong. Well there's that too, but still yeah.
0: Hi Mai, how are you?
1: I I think though it, it really portrays this idea that we we have prisoners who are just sitting there like, you know, rocking out some, you know, bejeweled. Mm-hmm. Um, and just living the life of luxury, Mm -hmm. um, with these electronic devices. And it's like, yeah, that's not really how that works out. Well, Um, thinking about
0: $32,000 a month
1: mm -hmm. in a prison system,
0: she could have been living the life of luxury there.
1: In, in some senses, yes. In some senses, I, I think though, if you're trying to stay eligible for parole, mm-hmm. you're going to have a lot of self limiting behavior that's like, right. oh, we fucking this up. Like, I am not giving you right. a reason to sit here and say anything about, am I ready to be paroled? Like, mm-hmm. you got to be a model prisoner at that point. Right. That's it. Like, I, I mean, to some degree. Yeah like I and I I think that probably speaks to her abilities to at least recognize right. that even I don't know I, I think we have this broken ideal uh, idea of what rehabilitation means right for some people right and I'm not saying this is her situation I'm really not right um but we have this idea that we want to like totally heal someone of, of these horrible ideas and, and, and intentions and ability, whatever. Um, I think sometimes it's enough to, to at least get it through their heads mm-hmm. that the consequences will be dire. Right. You don't want to do this again. Right. Right. <laughs> Even if it's not like even if she's sitting here like, you know, I could really go for some stabby stabby action. Right. Um, I like personally I don't care as long as the thought ke- kicks in of, but I don't want to go back to prison. Right. You know what I mean? Like I it's like thinking Martha Stewart it was rehabilitated by her time in prison.
0: Well I we already know she was, she was not rehabilitated, a- first of all. Yeah. Okay, and she this was
1: is
0: how bad. we she got busted. Oh, like, please. like she went to real prison to begin with. But anyway, let's go on to the second thing. She right. wasn't rehabilitated. All she done was sit there and work out products and projects. Yes. And now, where is she?
1: Yeah, well, selling lighters. Well, she's selling, uh, uh, uh oh, what are they? The pillow vests on Amazon's. Uh, Let me go live. Yeah, prime day, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I like, eh, like, but you know, again, Martha Stewart. I like, but I'll be damned if she'll ever pull the stunt again.
0: No, honey, she won't pull the stunt again because she'll get she got better with it. Yeah, you know, our prisons do not make rehabilitation; they make better criminals.
1: Well either A, Better Criminals, or B, like, yes, you get the correction you want, but if you're looking for, for this deeply held, like, I saw the light, and I have changed. I'm I, don't, hear up at the parole board. I don't think that's true. Yeah, you only hear that on parole boards. I think people still are the same people that went into prison. But I think that the best we can truly hope for is that, you know, hi yeah however i I recognize the dangers
0: yeah if i ever have to hire a security team i know who i'm hiring i want people that have been in prison i want them to specifically come from federal prison
1: oh yeah so uh shannon points out do you know what commissary costs in there they charge my cousin five bucks for a pack of ramen Uh uh-huh yeah yeah that's what i'm saying the economy of prison is ridiculous to begin with. Thirty-two thousand sounds like a lot, mm-hmm. and again, lot. it's not like they have a lot of options to choose from. Right. Um, but when you look at what stuff sold to prisoners costs, uh-huh. like you really have to drop that number. Like you have to adjust it for prison inflation, and it's like, yeah, it's not as much as you think it is. A month. Well, okay, but a month still. Yeah. Okay. But anyhow.
0: Yeah, Martha Stewart's hanging with Snoop Dogg. Like, she took that whole 90 days in prison for insider trading.
1: Mm-hmm. She did. She did. Right. But, and and basically it was a vacation. Right. Like, I get that. Right. I do. I'm just, mm. Yeah. All right, let's move on to other news. All righty. So, Britney Spears' memoir, The Woman in Me, sets release date reveals cover. Her music is on Broadway, her name is back in headlines, and now her memoir is set to hit bookstores. Britney Spears, The Woman in Me, will be released October 24th by Gallery Books, a division of Simon & Schuster. Described by Gallery as a brave and astonishingly moving story about freedom, fame, motherhood, survival, faith, and hope, the memoir was the subject of a publishing bidding war in 2022 with Simon & Schuster's Gallery reported to have landed a $15 million deal That's on the book's webpage Gallery. Pardon?
0: I think that they will end up paying
1: her more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the book's webpage, Gallery writes, in June 2021, the whole world was listening as Britney Spears spoke in open court. The impact of sharing her voice, her truth, was undeniable, and it changed the course of her life and the lives of countless others. The Woman in Me reveals for the first time her incredible journey and the strength at the core of one of the greatest performers in pop music history. Written with remarkable candor and humor, Spears' groundbreaking book illuminates the enduring power of music and love, and the importance of a woman telling her own story on her own terms, at last. So, yeah, in November 2021, a Los Angeles County judge ruled to terminate the conservatorship that had controlled uh, the singer's life for 13 years. Spears' hit songs are featured in the new Broadway show, Once Upon a One More Time, a musical that updates and retells classic fairy tales through Spears' repertoire, um, and then, yeah, so we get the book cover,
0: which is a nice tasteful cover. Although I've seen this cover. Okay. I can't remember the art of the, the memoir that it's on, but I've seen this cover. Brittany, come on girl.
1: Well, it's very like nineties Calvin Klein kind of like nudity, but not. Yeah. Like you can't see anything, but but she's topless.
0: Yeah, but uh, but I'm saying I've seen this cover okay. on, a woman, on a woman's. I think it was a vanity vanity um, article, vanity vanity cover, vanity care cover, something like that. Okay. Um, so I would have liked to have seen something more. But she is with Simon & Schuster, which is part of one of our agencies. So if I get a press letter, I'll invite her on.
1: Hey, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Now we're going to move into some Billboard news that this old man finds interesting.
1: All right. So Judas Priest or replace Ozzy Osbourne at Power Trip Festival. That's an exclusive for Billboard. Osborne pulled out of the Superstar lineup on Monday due to health reasons. Um, So, English metal legends Judas Priest are playing Power Trip Festival in Indio, California, after rocker Ozzy Osborne announced Monday that he would not be performing at the metal-themed festival produced by Golden Voice. Osborne had been scheduled to perform alongside ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Tool, Metallica, and Iron Maiden October 6th through 8th but pulled out of the festival Monday telling fans in an Instagram message, my original plan was to return to the stage in the summer of 2024, and when the offer to do this show came in, I optimistically moved forward. Unfortunately, my body is telling me that I'm just not ready yet, and I am much too proud to have the first show that I do in nearly five years be half-assed.
0: Well, and I think Ozzy really, and, and I really think Shannon, uh, so Shannon or sharon Sharon. sharon needs to set him down and have a conversation first of all like i was think, like, come on man you need to retire point blank you've fucking been on stage for more than god's creation i know more than 43 years okay. maybe it's time to retire bud
1: maybe you know- what, what are you saying well, and sometimes it's really hard to judge, right? Like, is it over, right? Because it's a like fame is addicting, performing is addicting. It's tiring, it's exhausting. That it's, mm-hmm. it's a it is a process on the body. Being on tour is a process on the body. It right. has to be, but at the same time, there's that thrill and exhilaration, and it does I think lead a lot of performers to just keep going out there. Yeah, now I have a Cher has said farewell how many times? Well, yeah, and then she has to go
0: back and work. Point blank. Yeah. It has been clear that Cher only returns to the stage when her bank account tells her to. Basically.
1: But see, um, and then we, well, but we have Elton John just recently did a farewell tour.
0: Oh, please. He ain't going anywhere.
1: Yeah. Do, yeah, I don't think so. I think that'll just...
0: He's, He's copying share, but yes. it, am I the only metalhead that finds it ironic okay. that Ozzy ha- is canceling, sh- is ca- pulling out of a show, mm-hmm. and Judas Priest is jumping on the ballot? I mean, do we not
1: see the ironicism here? I don't. Like, take it away. I wasn't, I, I'm not a big metal dude. Okay. Judas Priest,
0: I believe. Done a lot of following Ozzy's footsteps. Okay. Let me double check myself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the article we just got done with. Mm-hmm. Exclusive, my ass.
1: Shit. Well, once you bring it up, <laughs> then it's everywhere right oh yeah Brenda's with you sometimes I think farewell tours are for publicity
0: yeah I believe there is a clear rivalry between them yeah dating back to the 90s
1: Fair enough. I mean, well, and then sometimes is it real rivalry or is it press generated, like as in studio generated for uh, publicity? Mm-hmm. Like, is it the Betty Davis, Joan Crawford feud that, you know, mm-hmm. did more to sell movie tickets and newspapers and magazines than it did anything right. else?
0: So I just find it ironic the Jewish priest, like, he replaced Ozzy and Black. And Black Sabbath. Oh no. <laughs> oh, Ronnie Joe Joe jo- Ring now. Okay. Yeah, that was in seventy seven that Ozzy left Black Sabbath. And Judas Priest didn't appear until like the early eighties during the hair era. Okay. Yeah. So I still think there's a robbery though. There was a robbery during the time anyhow.
1: very likely yeah. I mean all musicians end up being in comp- uh, competition with all other musicians right um, and some of them really let like the news reporting the, the magazine like the industry like run them right and like well yeah Judas Priest did this but you know Aussie Ozzy... right you know, blah, 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 and there's comparisons made, and there's stories, you know, I'm sure Ozzy hit front page and bumped Judas Priest back to, like, the B section at some point.
0: Right, but we all know that Alice Cooper started it, Hmm. Ozzy followed, and then you have Kiss coming in behind there, and then you have, like, Judas Priest and um, White (sighs) Snake picking up the trend and it's like there was this whole robbery of the metal bands and uh, like everyone talks about the east coast west coast and rap uh, go back to the fucking metal bands dudes like go back to the early 70s late 80s the early late 70s early 80s of the metal bands that
1: shit was harsh harsh
2: well
1: yeah Um, but no, there's, I mean, I I think that pretty much sums up the whole industry though. Right. It is, and a lot of it is to just sell tickets, to just create that, that kind of sports rivalry connection to a band Mm -hmm. that, you know, you side with this one and this person sides with that one, and then you fight it out over who's the better musician and, you know, trash talk each other about, well, Ozzy did this, Judas Priest did that. Right. Like, end of the day, like, they probably are fine with each other.
0: Yeah, I think that, that you, you can just see the cells and the stages and the things that go on, and, the, and it was really not the music. Like, metal, for, for a weird reason, is not about the music. It's about the stage
1: performances. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it always was. I mean, because at its core, metal is just giant emotion right I you know what I mean it's just the a, a musical explosion of, of emotion right um, with a really nice stage performance right um, and who can top who and who can pack a house better and who's gonna get more extreme and go further and do more right um, over top of the music because quite frankly the music is just ah for the most part. It's 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 really loud, it's explosive emotion, it's yeah. you know but, what I mean? Like yeah, it's but it's, it's not about the, the really...
0: brain as Mozart, so I enjoy it. Um, oh, you, you know, and if anyone wants to know, yes, you know, I learned to meditate to black Sabbath, so <laughs> it does. It
1: does. It's fun
0: so i think I there's a the radio off in the
1: car when he does, it, huh? after he does it i wish you'd turn the radio off in the car after you do it or at least turn it down because i'm not ready to meditate to acdc black sabbath or whoever metal band is on the radio when i go to get in the car it just personally scares the ever-loving shit out of me when i start the engine and all of a sudden it's just you know head banging heavy metal and i'm like oh my god yeah there
0: are songs i am not allowed, allowed, allowed to drive to
1: fair enough fair enough well yeah. there's a few i'm not allowed to drive to either <laughs> like mm-mm, no, no no
0: but no. you can always tell what you know if you get car <laughs> right after me you can always tell what type of day i've had
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's very confusing to explain to others Okay. For most people, if it's like, I got in the car, got the shit scared out of me by the screaming radio heavy metal, uh-huh. most people would associate that with, well, he must have had a bad day. And it's like, no, he had a good day and he was meditating. Yeah. <laughs> <Got in the laughs> like, car if he's listening he... to NPR, I get worried.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, or um, what is it, fresh air? You're in danger.
1: Yeah. Well, but see, I don't know what you actually listen to. I just know what the radio's on when I get in and turn the key, because yeah. no matter what he listens to, it's at full volume. Yes, like all the music. Like guys, you have to understand. He will drive down the road with like trash can uh, or a trash bag full of aluminum cans rattling of NPR, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. They're, like, uh, you, I swear to God, radio uh, uh, volume control and stoves have no other setting than as high as it goes. As high as it goes. Right,
0: because what you get to NPR is actually fresh air in the mornings when I've been in the car at the gym.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, oh! Shannon says, drives my kids nuts. I listen to Nightwish and those sorts of bands to go to sleep and relax. Uh-huh. Um, so I believe Brendan would say, you can't tell my mood by the music. My taste is extremely eclectic. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so Shannon comes back with, my supervisor saw my playlist and asked me how many personalities were in my head. Uh huh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough.
0: All right. Do you have an R, you an asshole?
1: I do not yet. All right. Um, hey, drop one on me. I'll just take one. hey okay. Throw me an M out of the ass. <laughs> Don't sing the Jeopardy theme that's licensed in trademark. all right oh oh brenda meant you can many moods music for each got it now got yeah it. and the
0: baristas get an updated playlist because they do have my play- the baristas have my playlist i can actually see what new music i'm listening to
1: uh-huh. all well we have an am i the asshole let's see how this one goes Am I the asshole for treating my boyfriend like I'm his mom? For context, my boyfriend is about a year and a half younger than I am, and frankly, pretty immature compared to me. I'm the perfect student, and I try my best to be as respectful to people as possible. I've had a rough childhood, and when it came to maturity, I've had to mature very fast. My boyfriend's childhood was the opposite, though, and when it came to his maturity as a child, he didn't have it. He was a bad kid who got in trouble a lot, but when I got with him, he started to mature a little more, and people would come up to me and say, I've done wonders with his personality. He's still the same jokester kind of guy, but he is way more respectful and polite, and he doesn't do things to get in trouble anymore. Well, about two months ago, he did something very irresponsible and stupid, which he paid the price for though he wasn't the only one paying the price because I was also punished, even though I had absolutely nothing to do with what he did. Well, after hearing his side of the story, he seemed to have done what he did because of peer peer pressure from two of his friends. Now, obviously, I was pissed at my boyfriend for doing something so stupid, but I was even more pissed at his so-called friends for getting him into the mess and taking advantage of it. After the mess was resolved and we got through it, he started begging to hang out with those same friends, and I stuck to my with I stuck with my gut and told him no. Over the course of about a month of him not hanging out with any friends, he started to get really mad at me for not forgiving his friends. Around this time of, uh, res- of him resenting me for that, his grandmother passed away, and though he didn't really say it, the incident really hurt him. And after his grandmother passed, he started getting very, very angry at me, but not only angry, he seemed very depressed. Not knowing how to help, I asked him what was wrong other than his grandmother, and he said he feels trapped like I have control over his life. He then says he can't do it anymore, talking about our relationship. Those words broke my heart, and I started begging and pleading for another chance. So during the second chance, I am forgiving his friends and having him hang out with them. But after all that uh all but at after all that was um uh, was I the asshole for controlling him and what he does Yes Yes Like I does this even need a long answer? Yes. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's it's different.
0: And here's what I'll say it's different about.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. And what I mean by that. You're an asshole for staying in this damn relationship.
1: Yeah. I like, I'll, I'll grant you that one. Because um, I'm sitting here reading this going, it sounds like you're a control freak who loves being right all the time. And you found the perfect boyfriend for that, at least for a while, Mm -hmm. Um, until the gravity of who he was dating sunk in. Right. Like, I'm sorry, you screwed up, Uh, you're with someone that you don't respect, that you don't really have a romantic relationship with, Mm -hmm. you are basically his mom in this situation, and that's not really... A functional, romantic relationship. Yeah, this usually is about how this goes. Yeah. So, lesson learned: don't do that to people. It doesn't end well. Well, no. But you're an asshole to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But the poll is up. What do you think? Feel free to vote and let's go on to relationship advice this one's going to be fun because it is also mouse chosen
1: all righty i 40 female am in a rut with my husband 41 male and i'm not sure how to get out of it i am in a rut with my husband and i'm not sure i know how to get out of it my husband and i are in our early 40s with two kids 10 and 6. we have been together 16-ish years when we started dating long distance, he was very kind and expressive, always showing me how much he cared and going out of his way to contact me and show me affection. I feel like we are in a place now where we barely speak to each other, like roommates who aren't even friends. We are both at fault for how we got here. Example, he, him slowly pulling away over time and me for being angry and confrontational about it. To be honest, the more introverted and isolated he gets in our relationship, the more confrontational about it I become, which leads him to pull away more. It's a vicious cycle. I am at a loss as to how to best reconnect and move past this. I still love him, but my bitterness keeps oozing out and I'm having a hard time letting go of the past and existing in the present. He says he still loves me, but I can't tell if he just says that to get out of the conversation because talking about difficult topics makes him (laughs) defensive and his preference would be to run away from the problem. His words. Does anyone in a similar situation have constructive feedback to offer about how two different conflict resolution styles can find common ground and move forward together? Any tips and tricks that have worked for you all? Or if you are divorced, separated, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? I really want to stop treading water in this relationship.
0: Okay. So first of all, we're going to talk about the rut, and then we'll talk about the straw that breaks camel's backs. All right. So ruts happen in all relationships, no matter how long you've had them, how long. uh, they occur. You form a pattern of life. And if you've not made the relationship the primary focus, you can expect to be a problem in that relationship. It happens. Not your fault. Not his fault. Not the monkey on the wall's fault. It just happens. So how do you change that? You break the rut. If you can't go back and change the problem, stop carrying it around like a suitcase. Change the problem, change the problem. Him wanting to be avoidant of confrontation, you wanting to be confrontational. Doesn't really work out. So you need to find something to do with that confrontational energy. I highly recommend the gym, punching bag. Maybe you get into a cleaning obsession. But you need to do some pattern behavior. You need to do some reprogramming behavior. First, start sharing gratitude to him to bring him back in. Get to listen and to talk. Don't be talking about confrontation. Simple things like, thank you for mowing the grass. Thank you for picking me up in energy. Thank you for being gone all day and giving me time. Secondly, breaking up in divorces. What straw breaks the camel's back? It can be anything. You know, from getting tired of picking up dirty socks to getting tired. And when I say getting tired, it's, gets to the point that you don't care anymore. He walks in and says, I murdered someone. You go, great, honey, do you want the hot dogs for dinner or barbecues? When you get to that point, you are no longer in a relationship. You are in a divorce.
1: Basically. Slow moving, but in a divorce. Yes. Like, it's where it ultimately went.
0: Yeah. All right. And that's what happens when relationships, and I see it more often, when relationships are no longer a primary focus, kids are a focus, jobs are a focus, careers are a focus, the water bills are a focus, when you stop taking care of the main cell, the two main cells of this company, the rest of the company falls apart. So if you're not doing self-care and relationship care, your life is not built right.
1: Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I'm following what you're saying. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Um, I, as for how to get out of it, I think you, you both have to have a quiet, non-confrontational. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Confrontational does not work. You've clearly defined what does not work. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. Right. But I actually have a real honest conversation. Mm-hmm. about, you know, we fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's what we can do to fix it. And right. I think it starts with forgiveness. Right. You fucked up, he fucked up. Right. Both of you fucked up. Right. It is 50-50 on that one. Right. Because this was a mismatch in how each of you handle conflict. Um, That has spiraled you to the point of almost breaking up. Right. Um, And you can sit here Mm -hmm. and fuel your confrontation and your anger and your resentment um, all day long. Mm -hmm. And you have been for for several years now. Right. Um, Or... You can accept that there is no path from where you are to the relationship that you want, right? Other than to look at the relationship you want and work it backwards, right? If this is what you want, how is yelling and screaming and calling, you know, and being confrontational gonna get you over here, right? So, figure out the path. To there, how right. like I ordinarily don't want to say you know like dangle a carrot, mm-hmm. but this is a situation in which you have to start dangling carrots, and that that the hope is it is going to have to start with you because you're the confrontational one. Mm-hmm. He is happy to just keep existing as existing, right? And just keep your head down. One of us will die eventually. Right. Um. So you're going to, like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to dangle carrots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, this, this is like trying to, to get a, a feral cat. Right. You have to start doing treats and, yes. and, and create trust and rebuild it up right. so that there is more of what you want in your relationship out of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Because yelling and screaming doesn't work, and you have to learn to let it go. Yes. Let it go. It's it's not going to work. It's not going to fix him. It's not going to change his behavior. It's going to make it worse.
0: Right. And it's and going to you make it in, that, the, in, this, in the simplest thing, saying thank you. Giving gratitude, real gratitude freaks the fuck out of man. I do it to him all the time.
1: Yeah, it's really annoying. It's like, okay, like, are we about to have an argument? Because that sounds sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> like, if you're really this excited about me, like, you know, whatever, picking up milk. Um, Like, I don't want to know how bad your day has been. Like, yeah. God, how bad were your clients?
0: But it makes a giant impact. It is the key to a happy relationship, saying thank you, good morning, good night. That's all you got to say to us, person. Thank you for coming home. Thank you for making dinner. Thank you for eating dinner. Thank you for sharing dinner with me. Thank you for taking five minutes to deal with the screaming child while I took a break. Thank you for letting the dogs out. Thank you for picking up your dirty socks. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Show gratitude. People's energy changes.
1: And then it starts leading into you can get more of what you want. Especially in situations like this where you, you have totally broken this down. Mm-hmm. Like this this is this a train wreck. With a fast
0: moving train in front of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So the only way to get this back on track.
0: Right. Because if to... he used to be expressive and he is no longer expressive, that means he thinks you don't hear him or care about him
1: right well and a lot of that has to do with i'm trying to, like in the moment of i'm trying i was trying to be expressive and i was trying to tell you mm-hmm. i got slapped in the face with confrontation mm-hmm. so that quickly leads to i just won't say anything right now here comes
0: the, right and here comes the other part of this and this is the harder part of this mm-hmm. is people do not realize things, and I'm talking about simple things that change people's behaviors. Okay? For him to be distancing himself away from you, then he stops feeling safe. He stops feeling comfortable. And that means if he's not sharing something, you've used something against him. Mm
1: -hmm. So stop using shit against him. Yeah. Like, it... And really, this is about like, stop doing the thing. Uh-huh. more than like really dangling carrots it's more so stop doing the thing right like you you've already established this pattern of you get confrontational he pulls away you get confrontational because he pulled away and he pulls away more right stop doing it right and also, you
0: know when there is an issue don't be bringing up other issues.
1: Yeah, try, try to stay on track.
0: Yeah, the issue is like,
1: the issue. The issue is the issue. There are no other issues than this issue.
0: Yeah. And like, bringing don't, up, don't you to text me back that day so that we could have a talk. In an argument that me and Joe is currently having is not mm-hmm. useful.
1: No, because now it's like, when, where, how, why, what? Like, now I got to figure out how that happened. Yeah, like, ugh. and it's like, okay, but you didn't mention it at the time. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't have a problem then, mm-hmm. so why are you bringing it up now? Right, it's ammo. You saved ammo,
0: right, or ammo that's already been fired. Stop. That's recycled ammo.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Done over with. Used, spent. Yeah, but if you want to keep launching it, then you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Right. Like, so what, what are what are you really doing? You're you're taking a, a low hanging fruit win mm-hmm. for haha, you have the better argument. Ha-ha, you have more ammo. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Like did that win like it didn't fix anything. Right. You were still in the relationship you don't like. Mm-hmm you're still getting, not only are you not getting what you want, but now you're getting even less of it. Right. Like, you're shooting yourself. Like, if you want to talk about who's winning and losing, Mm -hmm. like, no one It's just getting worse. Yeah, you can't reuse a spent bullet. Right. You can't. Well, I mean, if you want to sit there and pick up all the spent bullets and melt down and reform and, and you know, Whatever. But the reality is, once you've fired it Mm -hmm. into a relationship,
0: Mm -hmm. move on. Yeah.
1: Because there's no point. There's no point.
0: Right. And, you know, and I'll never get that. You know, you lied in 2017 about this. You lied in 2018 about this. You can't be trusted with this person in 2019. It is 2023, lady. Knock it the fuck off.
1: Right. Right. Well, a lot of that can be said for the the boyfriend in the last in the Am I the Asshole. Is like, really? Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, Um, yes. Uh, Let's
0: end the poll. And the poll has agreed. You are the asshole. You are the asshole. All right, guys. Um, baristas, let me know in the coffee group if you want us to talk about true arguments—the way to actually argue. Since you know we're leaving off on that topic tonight, mm-hmm. um, we will be on call. I will be on coffee and tea, I believe. Lady Gwendolyn's joining me. We'll be talking about whatever's in the cup. If not, Joe will be here and we'll be talking about an article that I felt really um, disturbing for the psychic industry. Ooh. Yeah. And what I mean by disturbing, it sounds like it's a PR piece that someone needs to do some video legends on. I hate when are recording something like that. Um, but that'll be uh, mine in your next coffee and tea. And, Good um, that one.
1: Huh? Good deal. Hold on
0: to that one. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to that one for me and you to talk about, and then of course mountain bears, which already have your "Am I the asshole?" waiting Yay. for you. Yay! Very cool. So we will see. I will see you either on Thursday. I will see you on Thursday. Joe will see you on Friday. Yep. Currently, I will be on taking calls tonight. If you want to reach me on demand services, you can always book appointments at aconite.com. Or you can check out any of my on-demand services, and you might want to check them first with the pricing. Anything else that are going on this week?
1: Um, well, let me just put it this way. Um, it is not too late to sign up for ASIN's newsletter. Right. Wink, 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 wink. Go sign up for the newsletter. There's a reason I'm telling you to do this. Mm-hmm. righty, guys. So aceandnight.com, you can go sign up. Uh, uh, just put in your email and sign up for the newsletter. Yeah,
0: we'll throw the list out there. Yeah. That'll work. There you go. If you're joining my mailing list. You get weekly forecast, astrology forecast. You get special offers. Mhm. Mhm. All right. So with that, guys, you guys have a great month. We'll see you later. Bye, y'all.
1: Bye. Oh, oh, we forgot. Sorry. I'm saying bye. You still have work to do. Oh well. Ugh. All right. So of course we want to thank Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda, Shannon C, Shannon D, Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Tracy Van, Caitlin Bell, and devin if you'd like to learn more about us, the show, or how you too can become a Patreon sponsor and receive all the wonderful benefits our baristas receive, please visit us at pcsbnetwork.com. Yes. All right, guys. You have a great night. Bye, y'all.